If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. I'm Quindell Evans, and this is the Blue Poet Tree Podcast. Thank you for listening. Blue is the color of dream. Poet is the already inscribed trees of what keeps us alive. You feel me then? On this episode of Blue Poetry Podcast, we're going to do a little something different. What I usually do is I have an affirmation, and I dissect the affirmation and, and explain to you what I mean by the affirmation, explain to you my perception of the affirmation and how I want this affirmation to help me in life. But I don't just write affirmations, you know. A part of my healing process is also my talent. One of my talents is writing music. I like to sing. I like to do poetry. You feel me? I like to perform. So on this episode, something I said I wanted to do in the past, um, I want to take... A song, you know, I want to start sharing my music with you, sharing the background behind my music. So that's what this episode, this is the first episode toward, it's the first episode dedicated to dissecting and breaking down my music, you feel me? So on this episode, we're going to take one of the songs that I've written and talk about why I wrote it, Um, the inspiration behind, you know, behind why I wrote it. Um, some of the meanings by certain lines, maybe, you know, who the song was written about, if it is written about somebody specifically, what experience, um, what experience am I describing in the song? Um, and also, you know, the events in my life that led up to my music. I don't just write music just to write music. I mean, I do write music just to write music. Um, but a lot of my music is written to express certain things in my life, you know? Um, real instances, real events, um, real situations, relationships, and stuff like that. So in this episode, we're going to start with the song, You Want to Smile. And we're going to break it down. But first, just like every other episode, we're going to start with the pledge. What I like to call the affirmation pledge by Abio Dun Oyewole. And it goes like this. I want to be what I can be. To be proud, healthy, and free. I want to say what I know to help my brothers and sisters grow. I want to feel good about me and blame no one for my misery. Because I'll be strong and turn it around. I want to go up. I'm not going down. I want to do what I can do to make all my dreams come true. Remember my past, the good and bad, how I made it art even when it was sad. I want to share whatever my gift. And when you're feeling low, I give you a lift. I want to live without fear and know that I'm blessed for being here. You know that you're blessed for being here. Just know that we're blessed for being here. Just know that we're blessed. Alright? Alright, so thank you guys for tuning in. You know, first of all, thank you for enjoying the pledge. I hope you liked it. I hope you're singing along by now. Or you about to begin singing along if you've been listening. If you haven't been listening to the Blue Poetry Podcast, this your first time tuning in. You know, that pledge is written by Abiodune Oyewole, the creator and founder of The Last Poets. You know, look up The Last Poets if you don't know who they are. You know, pretty much the pioneers of rap, a New York City poetry group coming up during the time after the civil rights movements and during the Black Panther era. And these guys were revolutionary through their poetry. 
Um, and just like they had a mission with their music, I have a mission with my music. And that's what I want to do with you on this episode. I want to share with you the mission behind my music. So I've written a song, You Want to Smile, in 2014, uh, springtime. Um, I'm not sure um, if it was around, like, maybe April, you know. I would say April, maybe March. Um, but I'm not sure right now. Um, <clears throat> when I find out, I'll let you know the exact date. You know, because I, I can't find out the exact date. But um, around that time... I was, um, I was like slowly weeding out of church, but I was still going to church as a Christian. Right now, I'm not a Christian. Right now, I don't believe in any religion at all. Um, but I have respect for spirituality. I have respect for all people who are in all the religions. You know, I don't agree with, you know, Something don't mean I'm against the people that that is that agrees with it or believe in it. You feel me? So I appreciate people as as humans. You feel me? So if I don't believe in in stealing, you know, I don't steal, but I might have a friend who does. It's like I'm not going to, you know, not be their friend. But I know not to let them in my crib. <laughs> you know, I might have to search before they leave, but. You know, I will check them, you know, like I will be like, you know, you might need to chill on that. Like, we don't got to do that, you know. Um, But I still, I still, you know, appreciate people, you know, for who they are and their growth and stuff like that. So if I don't believe in something, don't mean if you believe in the thing I don't, I don't believe in, we got problems. No, because I believe that we're all here for a purpose. I believe that there's some Christians, some Muslims, some, some, some Jews. I know. I don't believe in it. I know that there's Christians, Muslims, Jews, Hindus, Buddhists. You know, personally, I know people that's in different religions, and and, and these are and I know good people in these religions um, who've helped people out, um, and will help people out. You know, so it's it's all love. You feel me? Like some people, some people are meant to help people out regardless. You know, some people are meant to. Be good people no matter what, you feel me? So just because I don't believe in something don't mean if you believe in it, we're enemies or something like that. If you feel like I'm your enemy, I apologize, you feel me? I don't want to be an enemy or nothing like that. I just don't believe in a religion. But anyways, this is 2019 right now, 2014. This, this is five years ago. I wrote You Want to Smile. And I was still going to church around that time. And my mom's, you know... Grow I, when I grew up, my mom's always played the church songs, you know, the gospel, and it's good music. And she was always playing Shirley Caesar. Um, you know, y'all know Shirley Caesar, the greens, beans, potatoes, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shirley Caesar. Um, so way before that blew up, that little remix, I've been on Shirley Caesar, but you know, so I don't know, um. What song specifically? But I remember it was a specific song by Shirley Caesar. She was playing, um, and I kind of got inspired to by one line and like ran with it. And I wrote a song called "Home," you know, around that time. And that song, like right after I wrote that song, 
because it was so much pain that went into the song Home that I decided I wanted to fast, you know, to like let go of all of that. After I wrote the song Home, I fasted and I fasted for about seven days, you know. And after I fasted, I think I did like a water fast only, like a straight water or it was no food. I don't know if it was no food or straight water, but either way, I remember doing the straight water fast or no food fast. I fasted for seven days and on the seventh day, you know, um, I got back to music. I remember um, homie who make beats, um, my man Chris, he called himself Real Chris. He came up to the crib. He wanted to smoke with me, and I was on the last day, so I'm like, we good. We can smoke, <laughs> and I got high with him, and when he left, I started, you know, like, beating on the, on the like, table. You know, I was beating, like, on the closet, for real, for real, but, like, beating on one of the levels in the closet, and, um, and I just started just singing the song, like, I'm here for you whenever you need me, um, but the reason I that was like that was like you know it was it was a fast it was home I wrote a song called Home which is a very painful song which I don't like to sing it's too painful and then I fasted and then I wrote You Want to Smile but prior to that the things that led up to that though because this was around March or April I want to say March in February I remember on Valentine's Day two thousand fourteen. You know, I checked my account and it was overdraft like a thousand dollars. Um, on like a few hundred dollars. Um, but I had money, like I had I had money and I was wondering like why is my account overdrafted? And what happened was my mom's, you know, she was struggling, you know, not too good with money. She decided to you know, because she had access to my account. I was working since I was, like, 14. And I needed an account to put my money in. And I can't get an account as a 14-year-old without parental permission. So she had access to my account. And she had put a fake check in my account in order to get get money. Um, and I ain't know. Like, I, I don't know how it even went over my head. I do not know how that went over my head. But it did. Maybe because, you know, when you do those fake checks and all like you put the money in and clear and they take it right out. So I probably didn't even notice, you know, like my balance is the same, you know. The, the minute it went up, she took the money out. So I didn't even notice. My balance was 100% the same. So I didn't even notice what was going on. But then after that, when the bank realizes that the check is fake, they're going to take the money out. So she put money in, took it out, and then they took the money out again. So I got... You know, and it was like a thousand dollar check or something like that. Um, you know, I'm not too good with balancing my money and all that. I just, I mean, I am now. I'm learning how to balance my own money, but at the time, I just get money, spend it, get money, spend it. So when that thousand dollars was withdrawn from my account, it hurt because now I was in the negative and I knew I had money. I was out with my ex at the time, and she, you know, one of those girls who expect men to pay for everything. And I was, you know, like, I was. I was paying for everything at the time. You know, whatever I could. I wasn't paying for everything at the time, but at, whenever I could, I would, you know. But I was paying for everything on that Valentine's Day until we got to one stop where my car didn't work. And I'm like, hmm? So I went to the bank, which is across the street from where we were. And the teller was like, you know what you did? Like, 
<laughs> like you know, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know what you did with the check. And I'm just like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about. But he was like, you, there was a fake check in the account. And he started to tell me what's going on. And like, you know, like, you know what you did. You know, it's my account. So he's assuming that I did it, you know. But I didn't say to the teller, like, yeah, that was my mom. But I just walked out the bank and I was like pretty upset. And then, you know, we couldn't even like finish our date, our Valentine's Day date. And I knew my mom did it. She's the only one who had the checks. And I went to her and she like said a very smart remark that kind of like really made me super upset. And I'm like, yo, mom, like, why is my account negative $1,000? And her smart remark was, oh, no, it's not. It's negative 997. And I'm just like, yo. Like, you know, what kind of child is, like, come on, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even, even right now, I'm getting upset thinking about, like, what kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of response is that? Like, where are we going? Like, what you thought that was going to make me say? What you thought, how, how I'm supposed to respond to, like, what are you doing? Like, but me, I'm not disrespectful to my mother at all, never been and never will be. So I just, like, walked away. <laughs> you know, I was upset, and instead of even allowing my anger to be expressed to her, I just walked away. And so, you know, and that's when I wrote the song Home. Literally shortly after that, wrote the song Home, which is kind of like me expressing that pain, me realizing my mom was going through all of this money issues and all that. When I checked my account, she wasn't spending the money on nothing crazy. She was spending it on food and stuff like that. So it was really like struggle money. It wasn't like she was taking the money, doing drugs. My mom don't drink. My mom don't smoke. Nothing. So it wasn't like... She was taking the money and going to get her hair and nails done. Going to the casino with a thousand dollars and nothing like that. She was really trying to get the rent paid, pay for food and stuff like that. You know? Um, and I'm just like, yo, Ma, I have two jobs. Like, what's up? Like, you can ask me. I'll give you anything. And she's like, I don't want to always be asking you. I live in your house. At the time, I was living with my mother. You know, I'm just like, but it's just... You know, dysfunctional type communication, dysfunctional families, dysfunctional ways of going about money and stuff like this just sheds lights on how dysfunctional things are. Like, why won't you ask me for money? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll pay you whatever. But she she, she did what she knows how. She know how to just scrape up money to get by. And that's what she did, even though she utilized my account. She said she was going to fix it whenever she can. And she gave me a couple hundred dollars later, not the whole thousand, but it was like, I don't even want your money, but it's okay. But so anyway, long story short, that is, that is the inspiration behind you want to smile right there. That instance, that specific instance, my mother struggling and her struggle hurt me. Like her struggling hurt me, even though I could help. So the first line to you want to smile is I'm here for you whenever you need me. You know, I know it's difficult. I'm here to make it easy on you. We all go through things that ain't pleasing. When I ain't have no food, who was there to feed me? Thank you. So I'm speaking directly to my moms. Like, we all go through things that ain't pleasing. When I ain't have no food, who was there to feed me? You. You struggling hurts me. What can I do to help you not have to struggle? That is the whole story behind the song, You Want to Smile. What can I do? To help my mother not have to struggle no more. Period. She brought me in this world for me to set the standard for my family to not have to struggle no more. She brought me in this world to set the foundation for 
the family, the generations after, and I have to struggle no more. I'm here for you whenever you need me because you was here for me my whole life. It's that simple. That's the inspiration behind you want to smile. You give, you earn, you live, you learn. When you down, the only place to look is up. If you down, you can only look up. Don't dig no more. If we've been digging to get low, it's time. If we've been digging and getting lower and lower, it's time for us to crawl and climb out of these trenches. Crawl out of the low place we are. The only place to look is up. If you if you digging, you can't look down unless you dig some more. So it's time for us to stop digging. That's what this song is about. You know you want to stop digging. Like I know you want to smile. You know the song is not saying you have to smile. You, you know, smile right now. The song is saying, I know you want to smile, but you frown when you're down at the bottom. But all you got to know, up is the only way to go. I know you want to support your family. I know you want to be there for everybody in your family. I know you want to make things better in your life. I know you want to strive instead of, you know, survive. I know you want to thrive instead of survive. I know you want more. As long as you want more and put... The desire for more first, the only place to look is up. But a lot of times we don't believe, you know, we don't believe in ourselves enough to even look up. You know, like we don't even believe. We just, we mentally think that there's only the bottom, like it's only going lower. You know, like when things are bad, what to take us out of that is just saying like it ain't getting no worse from here. And that's, it doesn't have to be like, you know, like, it doesn't have to be true. Things make it worse. But saying it allows us to just focus on things getting better. You know, like, we have to focus on things getting better. We have to put all our energy into things getting better so we can be mentally prepared for the worst. That is the inspiration behind the song. You know, I know it's hard to smile when you're down at the bottom. But all you got to know, up is the only way to go in your spot. And I told you at the time, I was, you know, on my Christian vibe. So, it was kind of like a, you know, a reference to believing in, in a higher power. Believing in, in God or, you know, believing in Jesus. So, like... That 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 reference was was clearly, if you listen to the song, you want to smile. The second or the third verse, the first version had two verses and like the bridge. Um, the bridge, you know, the bridge is what's the second verse and the latest version. Um, so I'm going to play the latest version after this and you'll see what I mean. The second verse or the bridge at the end of it, it says, you know, let's work together. Let's make it better. We'll work if you let us. We'll make it better. We'll work it together. So I guarantee that we, or, you know, that that's how it, I guarantee that we going to make you smile when you frown at the bottom. But all you got to know up is the only way to go on your spot. The first version says, let's work together. Let's make it better. He'll work if you let us. He'll make it better. And I guarantee that he wants you to smile. You know, that reference to God or Jesus. And then when I realized, you know, that this religion stuff don't vibe with me, you know, I got more on my Mother Earth type vibe. 
and then I changed it to she, you know, and also, you know, speaking to my moms too. So it's speaking to like Mother Earth, and then it's also speaking to my mom directly, and it's also speaking to the divine feminine energy that, you know, we can categorize as the creator, you know, you know, we're all created by a woman. I don't know anybody created by a man, but um, we all came from the woman's womb, you know, woman, the woman's body put everyone on this earth. So that is the inspiration. It's like, it was, then it became from here, it was she, she'll make it better. She's worthy forever. And I guarantee that she wants you to smile. You know, but you frown when you're down at the bottom. But all you got to know, up is the only way to go on your spotter. So, I went from Christian-type vibe, more spiritual, mother-earth-type vibe, and then to a unification-type, we're all in this together-type vibe, from he to she to we. You feel me? Actually, I'll play the she version for you. You know, I don't know. I'll, you'll, 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 you'll get it, you know. But that's the inspiration behind it, you know. And I'm speaking to my moms, and I'm saying... Let's work together. Let's make it better. Like, you feel me? You brought me to this earth. I'm fresh out of college at the time. I just graduated December 2013. December 2013. Um, I graduated from Buff State. Came back to my mom's crib, sleeping on the couch. So, you feel me? I ain't got no other place to go right now. I'm here. I got a job. You feel me? Like, let me pay you whatever I got to pay you. Let me help you out. Let's work together. Let's make it better. Um, you know, and that's the vibe. Like, let's do this together. Like, we're in this together. You ain't got to be scamming my account for, for money. You feel me? If you need something to get by, then holla at me. Um, at the time, I wasn't good with money, so I could see how she probably did ask me for something. Or maybe she did it. I don't even remember, but I know... If you know I get paid every week or every two weeks, then scamming my account ain't the ain't a, it shouldn't be an option. You know what I'm saying? Like have some, you know what I'm saying? Like just ask ask your son for some chicken, and I got you. Ask me for whatever, and I got you. And I learned that more, and I learned that I learned that even more now is that like yo, just hit up and ask to do she needs something sometime when I got it because. You know, I know that she might be doing desperate things for, for money. So that's really the inspiration behind you want to smile. You know, I wrote the song home. It was too painful. I fasted. And then you want to smile just came to me. The, the lyrics just came to me. I was just beating and it came. Same thing with home. And that happens a very few times where lyrics just come. when it's just like, it just feels like these, the words that I'm saying is it means so much to me in my life and it reflects my life and so you know it reflects what's going on in my life in the perfect way you know in 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 a very transparent way the song you want to smile reflects what's going on in my life like my truth like my story same thing with the song home and there's some songs that don't necessarily just reflect my life, but it might be a part of it, a fragment of it, and then the rest of it is rhythm and flow and stuff like that. It's just me having fun. But that song is like far from just me having fun. That song is 100% my life at the time, you know? And then right after that, right after I wrote the song, you know, in spring, my mom's got really, really sick. You know, she got, she, that's when she, you know, 
she got really, really sick, meaning she got cancer. Um, but she wasn't even diagnosed, but you could see her body was changing, you know, swellings and, and just bed rest. She couldn't do nothing. She couldn't do nothing at all. Um, and that song kept me, you feel me, kept me level-headed, kept me mentally ready. You know, I sang that song and it let me know that there's always hope, you feel me? Um, and that's what did it. Like, that's the inspiration behind you want to smile right there, you know? And I wouldn't take none of it back. I wouldn't take none. I wouldn't take none of it back. I wouldn't take the scam account back. I wouldn't take none of the none of the stuff that 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 led me up to writing that song back. You know, because that song done a lot for me. You feel me personally? It kept me level headed and mentally happy or mentally prepared for the trials and tribulations in my life. Um. Number two, it even fed me, like, you know, because I left my mom's crib and I went, got my own crib in the Bronx and, you know, I, I lost that crib, um, got kicked out and due to just not knowing what I'm doing, you know, doing things, just going with the flow type of things, got kicked out, um, and back at mama crib. And, but in the months in between losing the crib and back at mama crib, I was using that song to support myself literally for income because I lost my job. You know, I got my crib. A few months later, I lost the job. I lost my job and then bills, bills due. Started hustling on the train, singing You Wanna Smile every day. And the people on the train ate that song up like candy. You know, like it was sweet to them. Like they was loving it. And it's it's a, it's, it's like one of the most beautiful things in the world when I sing on the train and I see people's reaction and I get all types of feedback, emails, um, you know, DMs. You know, whatever people want to reach out and just let me know how much the song impacts them. You know, and, and I appreciate that. So, literally, after, when I got back to my mom's crib, I knew I wasn't going to stay there for too long. I'm like, this ain't going to work. You know, I need to be in my own space. So, I found a room uptown. And they were charging me $1.75 a week. <laughs> so, I was on them trains hustling, like, getting it. Um... And it literally, would, you know, singing that song helped me pay my rent, you know, because after I went from uptown, I came back to Brooklyn, found another room, which was 700 flat. So, cause, you know, 175 a week, that could be, you know, that could be 750 one month, next month it could be 900, you know, 925, depending on a five week month, stuff like that. And so that was, that wasn't like cool to be paying weekly rent. So I wanted to get some more concrete, find a room for a flat seven. And that was cool for me. I, I hustled, got my 700 and everything else. It was food and clothes and stuff. So I was literally working off of the song, like just using the song for income. So that song was done a lot for me. It got me so many connections, you know, from the trains. I done met certain people who got me shows and, 
and introduce me to certain people who are helping me out right now as we speak. You know, certain relationships that I've built off of this song. Literally, um, I've met, you know, JC off the song. I've met Callie Ann off the song, who became my girlfriend. Literally on the train singing the song. Um, I've met, you know, I've met certain people. I met this modeling agency CEO of the song who wanted me to be a part of her modeling agency. Um, yeah, like literally, I've just haven't, haven't, it became fun after a while. At first it was me sharing my life experience at the time and then it became fun connections, you know, it, income, um, you know, and also meditation, you know, like helping me stay mentally straight. So that's my dissect, my dissection, my review, my lyrical breakdown of the song. Um, you want to smile and I'll play it right after this so y'all can see it and hopefully y'all rocking with it. Let me know if you're feeling it, you know, how, let me know if you're feeling it like how I'm feeling it. You feel me? So long story short, you want to smile, was inspired by trials and tribulations. You know, I was having with my moms on top of, you know, writing painful music and wanted to write something happy on top of fasting and after fasting feeling like this song came through me in a way so easily so pure I didn't even have to write it I just sang it um and yeah you want to smile I know you want to smile but you don't got to smile for me the man in the mirror deserves it the woman in the mirror deserves it deserves to see you smile like you want to and live out your dreams yeah be Happy. If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. Kunda Levins, thank you for listening to the Blue Poetry Podcast. Visit the website, bluepoetry.com. You feel me then? Let's go! Wild Quest Production. Make your smile, your style. Make your laugh, your swag. Let nothing break you down. Let nothing hold you back. I'm here for you whenever you need me uh, I know it's difficult, I'm here to make it easy on you Cause we all go through things that ain't pleasing, don't you? When I ain't have no food, who was there to feed me? Thank you, give, and you earn See you live, and you learn But see when we're so down the only place to look is up I know you wanna smile But you frown when you're down at the bottom But all you gotta know Up is the only way to go Right? I know it's hard to smile When you're down at the bottom But all you gotta know Up is the only way to go 
and you'll spot them. So let's work together. Let's work together. Let's make it better. Let's make it better. Let's work together. Let's work together. Let's make it better. Let's make it better. When we work together, when we work together, we gon' make it better. We gon' make it better. Trabajemos juntos. Trabajemos juntos. Vamos a hacerlo mejor. Vamos a hacerlo mejor. Cause she'll work if you let her. She'll make it yep. better. She'll make it better. She's worthy forever. She's worthy forever. So I guarantee that she wants you to smile, but you frown when you're down at the bottom. But oh, you gotta know, up is the only way to go, and you'll spot 'em.